So I am back in the building. Of course, when I say the building, I mean my own house back on the wonderful island of Jamaica. It has been a while. It feels like a year that I've actually been on the microphone. However, it really has only been about two weeks. But when you've been doing a daily podcast for over a year, continuously updating on these different things, Taking off that much time seems like it has literally been forever. However, I have some good news to say that I'm coming up on my two-year anniversary within this whole NFT space, and of course, there's a lot of exciting things happening right now, so we're just going to take a look at some interesting things that are going on, give you a little update as to what's coming, what have you, a broad overview of the market, some amazing things are happening, and I am happy to be back on the microphone. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So for starters, if you have noticed recently that ETH gas prices has really spiked up and there's a lot of activity, but at the same time, you might be wondering, well, what exactly is going on? The NFT market seems to be very quiet. Things are going down and you're hearing a lot of reports on the internet within the media as far as NFT projects are really struggling, what have you. Well, I can definitely tell you as far as gas prices going up and the activity that's over on ETH, that has a lot to do with the latest update that happened on the blockchain. Now, as we know from the merger going forward, there's going to be multiple major updates. And at this point, it's not even newsworthy anymore because we just expect those things to go smoothly. And that's exactly what happened with this latest update. And as these updates are rolling in, it makes the chain a lot more efficient, more scalable, and so forth. And also, the big thing that really was the big news is they allowed stakers to finally withdraw. So people that had staked their ETH into this new chain weren't able to withdraw it for a period of time. So a lot of those were tied up for a couple of years. And because of this, once they opened it with this latest update, people were able to withdraw and do what they please with it. And a lot of people were thinking that was going to cause ETH to crash and what have you. But guess what? It actually didn't. It caused ETH to go up, which is a little bit of head scratcher for a lot of people who are trying to figure out, well, why did ETH go up suddenly and then drop? Well, what ended up happening was it gave people a lot of confidence. Now that they can't deposit their funds into these staking pools and then know that they can automatically get it out, there isn't that hesitancy for someone who might not necessarily want to tie up their ETH for an indefinite period of time. So more people are coming in and they're willing to invest. So let's say they want to become a solo staker and they want to commit their ETH and be a validator and do all the things that come with the benefit of doing that. Of course, that is how they're getting their rewards, what have you. Well, they don't have to lock it up for an indefinite period of time. And let's say they made some mistakes when they're setting up, configuring, and is not optimized to the best. Well, there is not that risk anymore. They could just pull out and then start over, set it back up again. Because of that, a lot of people are a lot more willing to make that investment, if you will, make that commitment with their ETH, knowing very well that's not going to be tied up for an indefinite period of time. So unlike many people that were expecting to see this massive drop, a huge sell-off of ETH, well, that really didn't happen. And as a result, as I said, the price did tend to go up. It did come back down. But of course, there were some parties such as Kraken who were forced to withdraw by the US government because they were no longer allowed to offer staking as an incentive to account holders and what have you. So they pulled out 
out all of their ETH, but that was by force. And it almost seems like that was built into the price. No one really panicked. And ETH didn't do this massive death spiral going down after that. Kraken pulled out and so forth. But again, more people are bullish about the whole thing. So because of that, for the most part, it was a wash and the price is going pretty much sideways right now. But as far as NFTs and what's going on with the market, things are going down as far as the PFP, the collections. And a lot of people are saying, oh man, this is not good. We thought we were at the bottom, but yet prices are still going down. I look at some of the blue chips, of course, the Moonbirds, Punks and the Apes, and it really doesn't look good. The board apes right now are sitting around the 51 ETH floor, the mutants around the 11, 11 and a half ETH floor. You got moonbirds at two and a half ETH and the punks are somewhere around 55 ETH. And that is a far cry away from where things were. But of course, we're not going to dwell on all those negative things despite that. And the fact that I will even go a step further and say, I still believe that these PFP projects, what have you, are not dead. The communities are strong and well. And I would even go a step further and say, I still expect a lot more of them to roll out. At this point, we're seeing the market really take a huge dip. Even a lot of the projects that I am gung-ho about, I've been collecting and not selling, and I enjoy those. I will still say that even those, those prices are down considerably, but that was going all along. But even over the last couple of weeks, they still have gone down further. So with that said, you might be wondering, well, why am I still so excited about this? Coming into all of this, the one thing that I will say, as with my last few episodes, what I, the things that I've seen at the conferences and coming out of those, the things that are being built right now are absolutely amazing. And I am most excited about over the last couple of days is hearing a lot about gaming. Now, the cool thing about gaming is these gaming companies that are really embracing Web3 technology and the advantages that they offer to the players and the users, they're seeing this way before the gamers are. And I think it's very interesting. They're met with a lot of skepticism, what have you. However, the big players, when they're actually rolling this stuff out, they're not presenting this as NFTs. They're not presenting this as blockchain technology. So the interesting thing that I think about this is that is going to be a huge onboarding thing. That's something I've been talking about for quite a while. All the advantages that we see with programs such as the Starbucks reward program and so forth, where people don't even know they're necessarily interacting with NFTs, that is the sort of stuff that I think is going to really broaden the adoption of the technology. Because at the end of the day, do we really care what people are calling this stuff? No. If we're gung-ho, we're excited about this, and we see the benefits of it, there's going to be a million different technological advances. The news right now is chasing AI and doing all of that stuff. However, we know that NFTs, blockchain technology, Web3, all of this stuff is not going anywhere. At the end of the day, it's all going to converge and it's just going to be a part of our everyday life. So seeing that gamers is just one of these touch points that has been met with so much fierce skepticism, yet these companies knowing very well the type of climate that is out there, the type of stigma that is associated with NFTs, but they're still going ahead and forging forward and building and integrating this stuff into their gaming experience really is a bullish sign for this market, really is a bullish sign for the technology as a whole. So now as I'm going forward and I'm explaining this stuff, we're going to really step into the promise that was originally made by this show in the beginning, that we're not just looking at speculation, but we're adding real world value, seeing where this stuff goes, how we can integrate this, not just into business, but also into our lives and what have you. And that was really the promise of Nifty business from day one. And a lot of news and a lot of stories I've been covering were different projects that were dropping, things that I was excited about, some fun things. And I was all over the place. 
I'll be honest, I was excited about collecting and moving stuff around just like everyone else. However, now is when we're starting to see things start to mature a little bit. When the excitement, all the buzz and all the hoopla, if you will, the headlines have gone away. But now is when I am the most excited because the things that I have been seeing, it's just really cool. Even the wallet experience, the upgrades that have been made to MetaMask, what's happening over there at Phantom. Phantom, they're doing some things that are very interesting. So if you're not familiar with the Phantom wallet, which is primarily the number one wallet over on the Solana ecosystem. Well, they're expanding. They're trying to do a lot more things, making a very user-friendly experience and not just limiting to what's happening on Solana. They're doing a lot of things that should be built up. So seeing what's happening over there, there's different wallets that are being integrated things that don't require seed phrases, writing 24 words down and so forth that will really onboard people in an interesting way. Those things are starting to mature right now. Even the upgrades that are being made on Ethereum, the main net itself, some very exciting stuff, yet people really have not given the attention that they want. So I'm excited to be back on the island covering this stuff and really diving in as we go forward, multiple things going on. I'm going to unroll, I guess you would say, the roadmap for Nifty Business going forward. Of course, I've been covering this stuff daily for the greater part of a year Then I started to do. Uh, things on and off, depending on what's going on, some of the holidays, whatever, and my travel that I just came back from did give me a little break. However, going forward, I will be excited to make a few announcements that's going to happen with this show, things that I'm working on, different people that I've been in contact with, some interesting things that are in development, not just for my sake, but also for the greater good within the NFT community. Some interesting things are on the way, but I am so excited to be back. Thank you for your support and your patience. And most importantly, coming along on this journey with me as we learn and build Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.